economics we're back it's another week it's another show mark and brian here to talk all things going on in the world of the nerd brian how you doing how are things mark things are doing well um i'm getting ready for the holiday getting ready for christmas um like we i allison and myself spent a lot of time decorating we have a lot more to do because we're actually hosting this year yeah. And um, we haven't actually hosted Christmas Eve with my family since 2019. Uh, or, or, yeah, 2020 was supposed to be the year. Well, obviously, that got canceled. So yeah. um, it's been a while, hot minute. Um, mm. So I've been getting ready for that. Uh, Mark and me will be doing our best of show on December 26th. Yes, we will. We're going to be covering our top four movie shows in miscellaneous since uh, we figured that's the best way to go. Um, yeah. And I will have some interesting stats from our podcast throughout the year. And I know you said you've been writing down my Brianisms, which yes, you'll not be... many this year. It's been very light. You've been light on the Brianisms. All right. You're hot, you... you're hot out the gate, but then you kind of cooled off for the rest of the year. You didn't really get to. I did have Brian. a bomb last week i got it don't worry i got a couple of them i got a couple <laughs> i know but we're not gonna repeat what i said yeah. last week yeah which no was we're not edited edit out. the whole part of the show out so that way you didn't get in trouble yeah yeah which was but of course you had to mention it at the end of the show so people are like what was he what did he say and no one will ever know because i'm never gonna tell anybody so no no and nobody's asked nobody cares uh-oh so again the wife's calling i even this winter, visit Connecticut's first gluten-free farmer's market at 420 Summers Road in Ellington. The market will be open select Sundays from 10 a.m. to noon. A variety of local vendors selling produce, pet treats, plants, handmade products and food items, as well as free activities from crafts to food demonstrations and local music artists, the market has something for everyone. For a list of dates and more information, scan the QR code on screen. We hope to see you at the next gluten-free farmer's market at 420 Summers Road in Ellington. Sorry, the ingester called her, so. Oh, okay. Had to go through all that stuff. Insurance is going to cover the tearing down of the ceiling at least, but we have to cover the plumber, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, Mark? Yeah, just. We don't have to do the show today. No, to... it's just I just want to get this year over and move on. Yeah, I hear you. Not have to think about it again. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm just letting you know if you're not. No, I'm, I'm fine. Besides that, it's just like it's a lot. I hear you. It's another annoyance I don't need. Basically, what it boils down to. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's never simple. Things yeah. are never simple. Yeah. Um. Basically, Claire, when I first saw the bubble in the ceiling, I was like, "Can I just get a weekend, like, or a month, or a day, even?" 
this year. That'd be good. <laughs> just one day where I don't have to deal with anything. Yeah. And I could just like be normal again for a day. That'd be great. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. 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 Fun is. And then the holidays, dealing with all that too. That's another fun thing. I can't wait for that. So, well, yeah. <sighs> it's going to be, I mean, yeah. 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 So, um, all right. All right. Back into it. Where were we oh, talking about? All right. Um, I, I was saying what we're going to do in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For the show, yeah. So, Wow. Yeah. Back. Sorry, we had a I had a phone call. Having some home fun things to deal with because my year isn't bad enough as it is. A uh, little leak in the old drain systems causing issues at the house. So I had a phone call from the adjuster I had to deal with. But we're back. And Brian, what do we have coming up on the show that's exciting? And I'm excited to talk about. Okay. So we're going to end, we're going to, uh, our big topic today, we'll be talking about episodes one through three of Willow. Yes. Um, I, like I said before, really haven't watched much. I have watched Willow. I've been watching Mythic Quest, which mm. um, this season's uh, pretty good so far. Um, I wouldn't say it's as strong as season one or two, but uh, it is, is enjoyable. I would say the same thing. Yeah, it's still enjoyable. I like the characters. Yeah. Um, the last episode, I, I'm too behind, I think. The last episode I watched is when Poppy was told by the two uh, testers that her her big platform she's so excited about isn't fun. Yeah. Um, which I, I, I'm wondering where they're going with all this. It feels weird because you have two studios now. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like setting things up i believe for something you have a movie for mythic quest happening i don't know i don't know it seems like they're stretching it too thin you think so yeah yeah we'll see where this goes i don't know um but i'm still enjoying it it's it's um what else um really just catching up a normal show like regular half hour things nothing crazy yeah, it's that um, weird time where there's not like I feel like there isn't anything that's like long form that's out that you can watch. I got a part where I've caught up on everything. Yeah, I gotta watch. But I don't have like anything else to like. Usually, I'd have like the show on this day, the show on this day, the show on this day. Right. Nothing's really spread out enough, so there's not a lot like to cover a whole week's worth of stuff to do. Well, Mythic Quest and Willow both drop on Wednesdays. Yeah. Um. I will watch the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special this weekend, and we'll be yeah. talking about that next week. Yeah, um, that. that was good. Yeah, I kind of want to watch. I like watching holiday movies closer as we get there. Um, yeah. Uh, so I will be definitely. That's on my list. Uh, it's a it's a must watch. I'm super excited to watch it. So we will co be covering that next Monday. Next Monday. Um, other than that, Mark, I have some news, but. I mean, other than what you just said, do you have anything else? Oh, we do want to bring up the market. Yes, yes. Gluten-free market. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Gluten-free market. We'll be showing that ad in just a bit to promote that. But um, no, like, like you were saying, watching Willow, 
uh, enjoying that. We'll talk more in depth about that in just a bit. Uh, like I said, not really much going on show-wise. Nothing really new that's out there. Yeah. So everything's kind of all at one day kind of thing. Uh, started watching the new season of Doom Patrol on HBO Max. Oh, yeah. How was that? It's good. I like it. I, like it. I started watching I wanna... it because uh, Brandon Frazier was on it. So I started watching it. It's the show that's on that. my list on HBO and I want to get yeah. I want to get into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the third season. It's our fourth season. Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I don't know. It seems like it's it's still early. And I had thought it'd come out farther back. So I thought there was more episodes. Because usually I wait until it's all done, then watch it. Because it's, I don't know, I don't find it as a show that I can digest well one at a time. There's some shows like you can watch weekly. Yeah. And it's okay. But some shows like this one, it seems like you need to watch it all together. Because it's just, it it's too much, too much randomness that I don't, like, I need to have all at one time as opposed to spread out. I didn't know Doom Doom Patrol was a weekly show. I thought it was a I don't think it used to be, but HBO now is doing it that way. Yeah. Which I'm not a fan of. Because they used to just dump it all at once, I believe. Well, no, the first season was on CW, wasn't it? Yeah. No. It wasn't on CW. It was on um HBO Go. Back when that was a thing. All right. Titans was on CW originally. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what you're thinking of. I mean, it makes sense for these streaming services. They want people retain an audience. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it just came out, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it is a show I want to get into. I am very curious to check it out. So yeah, I'm it's actually the, it's the real, re, re, real comeback of Brendan Fraser was on that because that was his first thing he got. Yeah. His comeback. Yeah, I heard he's really good. So he is really I'm, good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll definitely check. It's, a, it's on my list. Yeah, on my HBO list. I I'm, I have a list like on every streaming service where I just pick all the things I want to watch. Yeah, and then you know, life happens and you never get to them. But, no, exactly. Yeah, and I'm starting to get to the point now. Where I'm starting to parse out streaming services. Like if I'm not there's nothing on them that I want to watch, I'm just not going to subscribe to them until something's a, worth to have on them. That's what I do all the time. What bothered me about Disney Plus, this this is a bait and switch on Disney Plus, and it really pissed me off. They were like, we are introducing an ad version yes. of the service. Yeah. But what do they do? They raise yeah. the premium, the one we all have for $7 to $14, yeah. and then make the $7 the ad one. Yeah. And I was like, that's pretty shitty. They should have yeah. kept the 7 and made a five dollar ad tier. Yeah, no. Um, un- l- luckily I have it bundled with my Hulu yeah. subscription, so I'm really not paying mu- much more. So it's mm. I have a Hulu, ESPN, uh, Disney which is Plus also bundle. going up. What after is the New Year? The bundle. Um, I got a thing from Verizon saying it's going up to like twenty one dollars. Yes, because Disney Plus is going up to fourteen. Yeah. 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 Um. Right now, the bundle, uh, Hulu, 
uh, raise their, I'm paying 80 for all of that. Cause I have yeah. live TV with my Hulu, um, yeah. which I'm fine. If it were to go up even more, I would cut out live television totally mm. and just drop it down to the 20 something. Um, I do watch live television now and again, and I, but a part of me feels like I might get rid of it uh, just because prices are going too high now. Yeah. Uh, and also because I subscribe to Peacock now because um, they, uh, and Law they and have Law and Order and whatnot, but they have the live, they have live channels you can watch on there. Yeah. So a part of me feels like we might get rid I don't know. We'll have to see where everything goes. It's but the yeah. thing of like I said from the very beginning, whenever was when we were had this discussion way back when about the the cable stuff, it's all going to get the same way. All these other streaming services are going to catch up to the but cable companies, and it's all going to be crazy priced. I, I I a counterpoint counterpoint is this: cable. When I had cable, it was almost going up to two fifty. Yeah. Now, I and I'm locked in, and I have a bunch of channels I don't watch. Yeah. So. With streaming services, my counterpoint to that argument is this. I can cancel anytime. I have yeah. no wires. I have no boxes. I don't have a DVR. I have no equipment to return. I have mm. no equipment to take care of, pay rental fees for. Yeah. And I can cancel any of these on a click of a button. So yeah. the counter argument is I get uh, cable was getting way out of hand because yeah. I was paying $250 for four channels I actually watched. And like the DVR, I'm paying rental fees on the cable box, on the DVR, on mm. the modem. Um, I own my own. Now, I, I mean, I don't even have, I have fiber, so internet's way faster. But like, I, I, I get what you're saying, but my counterpoint is with streaming services, it's more convenient. And it is still cheaper depending on how many streaming services you may have. Um, I just think streaming services are just going up. Everything's yeah. going up. Yeah. Um, so you can just be a little bit more picky and choosy. I only have Apple TV when Mythic Quest is around. And when yeah. Mythic Quest is over, I will cancel Apple TV. Yeah. Um, I, I've always been that way. With Disney, unless um, Mandalorian was airing, I canceled it. But then they're like, let's let's crap out a Dis uh, an MCU and Star Wars show. Every Marvel show. Or some random show again. Yeah, so then I'm like, oh, god damn you, Disney. So I bundled yeah. it with Hulu because I figured, well, I have it, might as well. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, like, uh, I'm what a Peacock I've been watching a lot more of, but in the summertime, I'll probably just cancel it for the summer because I probably yeah. won't be using it. Um, so, I mean, I, I think there's still more flexibility with streaming services. I, I think if you have cable and streaming services, well, you're paying way more. So yes. I kind of feel yes. like if you either have cable or you have yeah. streaming services. Yeah. Um, and like Netflix, I was paying for the 4K, um, which was $15. It, it's going up to 22 So I actually cut it back down to the HD version. Yeah. So it's back to 15 I'm like, F that noise. Hulu yeah. doesn't charge extra for 4K content. Disney Plus doesn't charge extra for 4k content yeah apple tv everything's in 4k it doesn't charge it so i'm like netflix screw you i am not i will i'll go down to the 10 yeah, i just let my netflix go because i was like there's nothing on here i don't watch anything on here yeah totally it's like um my 
buying paying for this service that has nothing on it the, the one service i wish we watch the boys on amazon prime but we have amazon prime so it comes with it yeah but a part of me feels like amazon prime sucks like yeah. two-day shipping doesn't really happen and i try not to buy from amazon so a, like amazon prime has gone up considerably it yeah. used to be eighty dollars a, a year I mean, yeah it's like 120 now I don't know. Claire handles I, it. I don't yeah, I'm um, part of you. Is I don't just even like know what it is because she uses for Amazon for almost everything. So yeah, I mean, I sort of Allison. So it's like yeah. a part of me feels like I wish I could get rid of that service, but I kind of feel like we're stuck yeah. with that. Um, but yeah, I totally get it, man. I've been kind of cutting back on things my, myself. Um, yeah. So, but that is the good thing because if I had cable, I would still. I don't know what I would do because I'd be. Yeah. Like, $250 a month and then I'd be like what do I do do I yeah that? how do I make that cheaper I can never make that cable bill cheaper yeah it was always going up um because it was bundled with your internet all the rental fees all the DVR yeah. feature and all that crap was so was always no, exactly, more. Yeah. yeah so I, I get I get what you're saying Mark but that's my counterpoint to it yeah um, it's just it's the constant it's a constant struggle of corporate America trying to take as much money as from us as possible. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. It is. Uh, That's what it boils down to. Yeah, it boils down to that. Get off my lawn, old man. <laughs> this is this is what we're doing. We're going on, on our rants. Um don't me get don't get me started on Eversource. Ugh. Um they're gonna they're gonna all bend us all over next month. Um so let's go on to happier news, Mark. I got two sets of news. Um, the Video Game Awards happened. I love the Video Game Awards. I'm a huge fan. Uh, I watch it every year. It's actually the only award show I care about now. Um, I kind of don't really care about the Oscars. I don't care about the uh, Golden Globes anymore. I kind of don't care. Mm -hmm. um, granted, we all talked about the Will Smith slap forever. Yes. Um, yeah. But anyway, the Video Game Awards happened. They were awesome. Where do you even watch them anymore? Like, I don't even know. Are they even televised anymore? Video Game Awards are streaming on YouTube, Twitch. Oh, so yeah, um, that's why I had no idea what like they even existed. I no IGN, it's literally streaming on every platform imaginable. Gotcha. Um, They're not like anywhere on television that you can watch them. No, no. Like, it's actual. all online. Okay. Um, it's been like Spike and then they were on G4 and they were on like all these random channels. Okay. So back in the day, Spike TV started them with Jeff Keighley. Then Jeff mm. Keighley left. Spike TV went away. Yes. Jeff yeah, Keighley's like, we we should resurrect it because the industry deserves this. And I agree with that. Remember um, they're going to be like the Esquire channel for like a hot second? That was G4. Was that G4? Yeah. Um, I Spike was going to be something too at one point. I don't know. I don't So anyway, uh, Jeff Keighley brought back the Video Game Awards. It slowly came back. And now uh, this is the first year everybody was back in person because the last couple were uh, remote because of uh, COVID. Mm. Um, the big winners, uh, Game of the Year, went to Elden Ring, um, which everybody kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, uh, best Narrative, God of War, Ragnarok. Uh, and Best Performance went to Christopher Judge uh, from who plays Kratos in uh, God of War, which was pretty cool that Al Pacino, Al Pacino actually gave out that award and Christopher Judd got to hug Al Pacino. And Al Pacino is so old and small, 
compared to him. Mm. He's a big guy. Um, then they actually had the Last of Us cast come out with the actual voice actors from the video game uh, with Joel and Ellie, uh, which was really cool. They gave out an award, which was awesome. The Last of Us will be starting in January. Super hyped um, yes. for that show. Um, family game, Kirby, Forgotten Land, most in, uh, Splatoon got for multiplayer, sports racing, Gran Turismo 7, uh, role-playing Elden Ring, basically God of War won soundtrack, action adventure, audio design, mm. uh, Stray, which was one of my favorite independent games of the year about a cat, uh, debut indie game, an independent game, um, and Bayonetta 3 won for best action game, but it was oh, a great Oh, this. Well, you asked. I'm telling you. No. Um, just, yeah. And yeah, there was a lot. Of, it was a great show. A lot of great premieres. We got a look at Death Stranding 2, which I'm super pumped for. Um, Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, game that. reveals. There's this weird Armored game. Core 6. That looks cool. Like the, the mechs. Yes. Like the robots. Yeah. And there hasn't been an armor core game in a very long time. Yeah. So it was a big reveal. It's um but yeah, it was a great show all around. Um and another sad news. We get the um, uh, oh we also got the sorry, got the trailer for uh the new uh Star Wars video game. Yes, uh Jedi Survivor. Yes, dude, the tra- Okay, so all of a sudden on the stage, there's a Baca tank, Baca tank, yeah, with someone floating in it, yeah, and I'm like, what the hell? And yeah. then the curtains close, which is from the the teaser that they put out. Yeah, and then yeah. the trailer happens. It was so cool, yeah. and it th- this comes out in March, I believe. Uh, the trailer was awesome. Yes. I'm March seventeenth, twenty twenty. I am so excited for this game. Um. I like the first game. Oh, the issue with awesome. the game is it's too hard. It's it not easy. just not just too hard. I played it on easy. It's a lot of a lot of uh, you have to do a lot of things to make things happen. I don't understand. That's video game. You have to sink too much time into it. I don't like the like the, the. I like a quicker campaign. I don't want to be dropping hundreds of hours of my life into a game. I don't think it was hundreds. I think I beat it in like less than forty. I think it was a. It was like it was a very short game. It felt like a long time. The story I, dragged a little some places. I the only my only complaint it was which part was like I didn't need that. Witch? Remember there was like the, the, the planet of witches that you had to fight? They would like they were like fire and they would like teleport, move around the screen, you had to like chase them down and oh, when you were so trying long. to get like something for your lightsaber or something, a kyber crystal or something. I remember it being a thing and I just I got annoyed. Mark, this is what you do. The secret is you put it on easy and I do I did the campaign. Just, it was just yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I the only thing is halfway in, I couldn't beat that bird. Yes, and I was that one like, too. Yeah. I was like, I am putting this on easy because this is stupid. I just yeah. want to enjoy the story. 
I played the rest on easy and I really enjoyed and it. like the well, weird jumping was, thing you have to do with it. That was another thing I wasn't a fan of. It got hard. It was yeah. definitely uh, a souls like when it came yes. to combat. Which it was is, just like, this is, I just want to cut things with lightsabers. I don't need to have all these extra things with like the force pushes and the force things and learning what? all the different different things that's, that's what you got to do man to make this i know we don't need like nine thousand different ways to do that i just want to like just pull something to me slice it in half move on then just play battlefront <laughs> well anyway i'm yeah. excited uh we'll be pl- i'll be playing it come March. and what did you th- think of the uh cyberpunk uh, uh add-on I have been waiting. Is it, is, it, is it a bad sign that all they did is just show Idris Elba CGI'd and then just him talking about it and not any actual game video? No, Mark. You're out of touch when it comes to Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk ha- is one of the biggest comebacks in video game history other than... Oh, I know, but that was, I remember that being a thing when it first came out, was that they were very like... So the game came out. It was a shit show. Like, we're not going to show you anything of the game because it was an issue. Well, no, it was a shit show on everything but PC. Yeah. Now, uh, two years later, they have completely uh, fixed a lot of things. Everything runs very smoothly on current gen. Um, tons of free DLC. Um, and mm. then this is going to be the first time they're giving us paid a paid uh, campaign an add-on and mm. um the game made one of the biggest comebacks this past year uh the game has received uh, a lot of praise for the de- developers having the time to fix and address all the bugs um basically when the game was coming out the developer said this needs more time to bank it in the oven but the, the on the corporate side they said we need to make our quota this game is coming out yeah and basically it was headbutting between developers and the and the people who are like we need to make our stocks go up at the end of the year our fourth quarter come on now and um yeah the game is really good now um keanu reeves is coming back for the dlc yeah alba is going to be in it it looks awesome i i bought it i remember like, like i watched the video you don't really no, see a, much gameplay. You just see like Idris Elba standing there. It's just a teaser. They're, and then it turns around and shows his face. And then he pops up on screens like, hey, I'm excited to be in this game. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're not going to give me any like what this is going to look like or what I'm going to be doing in this. I mean, it's just a teaser. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, I personally am excited. I bought the game when it first came out. I didn't touch it because I heard all the bad reviews Yeah, and I've actually been waiting um, until all the bugs I, I could, pl- I could play it now. It'll probably be awesome. So, yeah. but now with the DLC coming, I'm like, you know what? I'll wait till that drops and play the whole campaign, including the DLC and enjoy mm-hmm. it. No, um, are you a big Diablo guy? No, we only played Diablo three and that's it. I yeah. don't, have any interest in playing any more Diablo games. So that's number four is coming out in June. And then also in June, Street Fighter Six. I'm not a big Street Fighter. I mean I love Street Fighter two and three, but mm. I'm not into the new fighting games. Now here's the thing I want to ask you about because I saw this trailer 
because of the weekend and the game awards coming out. And I saw this trailer and I wasn't sure how I felt about it because of the person that they used in the trailer. And I was like, well, that just seems like a money grab. Uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. Yeah. And it's going to include Kevin Conroy as Batman. He recorded that before he died, Mark. So oh, I know that. Grab. I know he did. But I'm saying it seems like they didn't, like, I don't know. It was actually, did you, if you watch the full trailer, it I did with Thank You Conroy. It was, I know, but it, it still was, seems kind of like it's just like, it's just hey, saying kids, thank you. You want to hear Kevin Conroy one last time? Buy yeah. Yes, all fans do. Um, he's he's done all the Arkham games. I mean, and nobody yeah, knew. Kind of, yeah. Nobody had didn't even know if Batman who would be playing Batman. So yes, mm. the fans. I do. I I, I want to pick up the game and play it to hear Kevin Conroy again. I mean, if you're a fan of his in the games, yes. And I thought it was nicely done. I don't. I mean, this came out for the Game Awards. It was just a thank you. People didn't know, didn't expect it. I mean, it's not a money grab. He's already in the game, Mark. It's not like they well, I don't know, but eyed like, him in I there. I think it's just, a, like, I don't know. I think it was just because it was so close to it happening that it seemed kind of... Well, it's been a month. Know. He it died can, a month ago. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, thought, I thought it was nice. It's not like the Game Awards does an in-memoriam. So, I mean... Um, I don't know. I've never watched Game Awards. So I wouldn't be able to tell you either way, so... But just, I just saw that I just saw this by itself. I didn't see it in the game awards or anything. I just saw the video, the trailer come out. And that's what kind of was like, oh, that seems kind of. I liked it. I thought it was cool to hear. I think in the context of being in the game awards, would it would make it make more sense as opposed to just seeing it without being in the game awards? Like if you heard the, the crowd reaction and stuff. And there was like a thing at the beginning and a thing at the afterwards where they talk about it. That'd been different, but just seeing just the trailer by itself mm. made it seem kind of strange. Yeah, well, I, I I enjoyed it in the show. I thought it was a nice surprise. Yeah. Um. Now, are are you, are you a Tekken guy? Because I know that's another big game that the kids like. I'm not a big fighting guy, so no. because uh, Tekken Eight's coming, I guess. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Any any anything else? I, got, I was going I got, through the stuff that's on the IGN. I'm seeing, I, I saw some things, but I didn't see all of them. All right, that's fine. I think we covered all the big things anyway. I guess Hellboy is getting a game. Yeah, it looks interesting. I hope it's good. Uh, the art style was shaded; didn't show much. We'll find out next year. A lot of great, great games. What's this rest. game, Crime Boss? I don't know. That's a game I was going to talk to you about. Uh, Crime Boss has literally a buttload of celebrities in it. That's what it looks like, yeah. Um, Norris, Michael Marston, Madsen, sorry, Michael Madsen, Danny Glover, Kim Basinger, Danny Trejo, and Vanilla Ice. Yeah, yeah. And the trailer didn't give us much of anything other than them. It's supposed to take place in the 90s. I guess there was a a stream. I hope it's not a four-on-four game. I hope it's an actual game with a campaign. That's what I'm mm. hoping, but I don't think it is. We'll have to find out more as we get closer because it's got, it's like takes place in the nineties, I think in Miami. And then it's like all these cool celebrities and you're like, well, what kind of game is this? So it, it's a cool trailer. So 
but I I don't know. I don't know what they're giving us with that game. Okay. Uh, I hope it's good. But it was cool. Unexpected trailer. Like, what? Who's in this? What? I know you love this franchise. I want to ask your opinion on this one. Transformers Reactivate. I have only played one Transformers game, and I loved it a lot, but I'm probably not going to play that. Um, but there was a Transformers game that came out the play that was free on PlayStation Plus years and years ago for PS4, and it was on mm-hmm. Xbox, and the game was awesome. And you know, I, the one trailer I did see that looked I love sorry because it. it's just Transformers. I know you're not gonna like it, but so I just wanted to throw it out there. But a game I did see the trailer for, and I was like, "Ooh, I might actually be into this game." Banishers: Ghost of New Eden. It looked to me like a like a, a I don't want to say better version, but a, a not as in depth version of The Witcher. Oh yeah, yeah. It looks. Um... It's like the guy sitting at a table and talking to this girl's talking to him, and then ends up she's not there. She's a ghost. And then they go into the gameplay, and the ghost like helps him find things. Yeah. It, um. It's an action role playing uh, video game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it takes place in 1695 at the haunted wilds of North America. It did look really good. Yeah. 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 That one looked really interested. Interesting. I will definitely be checking it. Yeah. It comes out uh, next year. PS5, uh, the X series. Um, it's. A beautiful, intimate, and powerful story between two faded lovers. Mm. Yeah, it does look really good. You get to play both as Anita in red and battle supernatural forces with magic weapons and spiritual powers, unlock gear and abilities, uncover the ancient secrets of hidden mysteries, a mythical, lore-rich world. Um, yeah, seems yeah. very much similar to The Witcher story-wise, like loosely using that same kind of story. Sort of. I mean, well, like the fact that it's like you're fighting like monsters and ghosts and stuff. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it does. It does look really cool. Yeah. I forgot. You excited for the Death Stranding? Yeah, I know you kind of talked about that. Yes, I'm super excited for Death Stranding uh, Part Two. Looks really good. Um, I'm here for Norman Reedus and long white hair. I and saw that. I was like, "That's strange." He's older. He's he's gotten older in the, from the game. Um, oh, was he in the first game? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You play Nor Nor. Uh, you play as him. Oh, okay. Um. All right, Marcus. Any anything else? No, that was always like ones that kind of had popped when I saw some stuff on YouTube about the gamer awards. Um, also, tragically, uh, Angelo Badamenti passed away, uh, the composer, pretty much of all Twin Peaks, Firewalk with Me. But also, if you don't know it, he's also the composer for the uh, Christmas Vacation movie, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. I mean, mm. his name is in a lot of films you may or may not know, but he, he's he's done a lot of composing. Mm. Uh, 
he died. I think he's it was like 68. Um, Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we just found out over the week uh, yesterday there were some rumblings and then it came out. Um, but yeah, when you watch Christmas Vacation, you'll see his name right in the opening credits during the animated part. Every year I forget. I'm like, oh, yeah. Angel that guy's the guy that did that. Um, and um, um, if you want to watch a great, um, he was eighty-five. Eighty-five. Wow. Yes. Why, why was I thinking? Um, what did I say? Sixty-five. Yes, sixty something. Yeah. Um. So he wasn't that young. Yeah. If you want to watch a great heartwarming story, uh, Angelo Badamente's score is like amazing. If you watch his, if you watch David Lynch's only Disney movie he's ever done, was the Straight Story. Mm. Heart heartwarming. Um, probably one of his most normal movies, based off a book. Um, he actually didn't write it; he just directed it. Um, but it's a fantastic movie. And Angelo's uh, score on that is top notch. Yeah, he also did the. Uh, he started working with David Lynch in '86, and did the music for Blue Velvet, and then he went on to work with him many times for Wild at Heart, Twin Peaks, For I Walk with Me, Lost Highway, Straight Story, like you said, Mahon Drive, and Rabbits. Oh yeah, yeah. They they've always they're always um, working together. Um, He's like the John Williams to Star Wars, you know? Yeah. Angel Valente uh, is... Like you said, did the music for Nightmare on Elm Street 3. He also did the music for Cabin Fever and the video game Indigo Prophecy. Yes, Indigo Prophecy. Great game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, fantastic career. He will definitely be missed. Um, and with that being said, Marcus. Yes. Um, Willow. Willow. I watched it. I watched one through three. Good. I don't know the- did you watch the movie first? Um, I did not. No, I did not. I just watched the recap like you said, too. I did. I, I saw the movie when I was a kid like a million times. I will re- actually, to get kind of the bad taste of the show, I might rewatch the movie. See, I don't know what your problem is. I'm not loving it. I'm just thinking it's okay as of now. It's too woke for you. It has nothing to do with wokeness. I don't even like that word. Like, I don't watch things because of... I saw someone say that online, and I was like, oh, boy, that's so terrible. I don't, I, I don't even know what people are saying online. I'm not happy get... with the, the two females. I have no problem with the cast or the characters. It's not where my problems lie. Um, you want to hear my opinion first? You want to yes. hear... Okay. I watched the first episode. I was like, holy shit, the first 20 minutes, I was like, this show is not for me. Mm. Perfectly honest. I The first 20 minutes, I was like, feels like a CW show. I don't know why. I was really nervous. The second half saved it for me. Yes. Uh, the first half was establishing the new characters. And then the second half brought in more of the the willow story yeah we don't get the willow until the very end really yeah, it was very episode. much like uh i 
kind of had the quick thought of, oh man, this is just like uh, the first Star Wars. Will's going to take the wand and throw it over his shoulder and walk away and not say anything. And that's going to end the first episode. Listen, Mark, I have, as much as I have negative to say, I have positive to say. I'm not going to be totally negative here about it. Let Mm. me, so the first episode, it saved me after once it, once it kicked into gear and I wasn't listening to this horrible dialogue between teenagers that made me really cringe. Yeah. I was just like, this is a CW, this is CW fan. It reminded me of this, this show that was on MTV, like maybe like seven years ago when they adapted some like YA novel that was because Game of Thrones was popular. And I remember watching that first episode with someone and I was like, this is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what it reminded me. So then it kicks into gear. Yeah. I'm on board. Second episode was, was better. Um, third episode was on par with the second episode, in my opinion. Nothing, yeah. my opinion hasn't changed. Uh, yeah. It wasn't be- It wasn't worse or better. It was just as good. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm like, this is very fantasy 101. Very yes. cliche. Every All the cliches we've seen in multiple shows, movies, whatever, they're literally just laying it all out there. Yes. And I'm, I'm kind of like, well... This isn't a think piece. We can see where everything's happening a mile yes. away. I, I mean, I you have to also remember this is being done on Disney. And I don't think it's made for an older generation of people. I think well, it's geared more towards a younger fan base. Listen, I thought about that, Mark. I thought exactly what you just said I thought about. So there's two fandoms. Yes. I hate to I hate to say it, but people who know Willow are our age. Yes, people younger, they don't know what the fuck Willow is. I hate there's even people, people our age who don't know what Willow is because Willow wasn't very popular when we were younger. I, Unless you I, were like guys like us that were into D and D and that kind of stuff, you really didn't know. Like you just knew Willow happened. It wasn't like there's no deep uh, fandom for willow not like a star wars or a other franchise right it's only it was one, one movie. movie it was one movie so it's one movie george lucas wrote someone else directed ron howard yeah and they kind of just threw it out to get it out kind of thing i and it kind of just happened and never got talked about again it wasn't I like didn't... a movie like there's no like lore for it that people are did like deep into there's probably are people that are deep into it but i mean it's be. not like as like a Lord of the Rings or a, you know, Game of Thrones or anything like that. It's just, it's yeah, just Yeah, but so what, what my point is, this show has to cater towards the people who know Willow and also yes. has to cater towards the people who don't know what the hell a Willow is. I think it's more like 70-30. 70 new people, 30 old fans. It's a show like they want parents to get their kids to watch because the parents watched the movie when they were younger like i liked this movie when i was younger we should watch this show together you guys might like it too and i will say to this if i was a teenager and i watched this show i would probably love it yeah because i don't know the cliches as a 43 year old man yeah all these cliches and everything i'm just going yeah i've seen it before i've seen it before it's not made for us before but it is. It is made for both. I know, but it's got stuff in there to get get us in. 
it got me. It's, made, I, it's mostly made for younger generations. If not I had just us. watched that first episode, and that was the only episode I watched, and we yeah. weren't doing the show, I would just, I wouldn't care. I would just yeah. be like, yeah, it's not for me. I'm done. Yeah. I will continue watching it for the show, and I yeah. will, I, it's not something I'm, I, I'm like, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe, I can't wait to see what happens next. Cause I'm just kind of like, well, we kind of know where it's going. I mean, it's tough too when you have, it's like I talked about last week, I think it was last week when I talked about the show or whenever I talked about it last. Last week. It's tough when you have one of the main characters in the sh- movie. If sure. you're bringing it back, the person that you would need to make this work can't be in it. Yeah, but Warwick Davis is a reason, a big reason why I'm going to continue watching. Oh no, I'm not. I understand that, but I'm saying the person that would make this show. Oh, Val Kilmer would be twenty awesome. times better. Yeah. If Val Kilmer was in this show, and was still able to do it as Mad Mardigan, yeah, I'd be all about the show. I'd watch. Oh. I'd be appointment television. I'd be. I gotta yeah, watch this. Yeah. But I, not being able to have him in there, and you have like a low rent version of him as his friend that was with him when all the stuff went down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And him trying to be Mad Mardigan. Yeah. In the show. Yeah. Just doesn't work. All right. So the listen. Easy, I think the better option would have been, would have not been as a fan of it, if they recasted the character. Yeah, but that never works out. That never no, works but you could have gotten away with it. No, I don't know. I don't think you could have. I think it's a smart move not to recast them. That's just, I, if they recasted him, I think the show would not do well. I'm glad they didn't. I mm. don't think there's a reason to do that. Now, listen, I'm, I gave you my. just done like they did with Luke Skywalker. Just, you know, bite the bullet and just age him up and put a recordings of his voice that were from other things and just use that. Listen, we don't know what could happen by the end of this series. That's true. He could appear. He could appear. All right. I gave you my negatives. I find it to be cliche. I feel like I'm not a, I'm not on board with all the characters as of yet. Also, mm. oh, my biggest thing is that all, obviously the uh, Dove, uh, what's her, well, that's her nickname, but yes. she was a baby. Yes. And then Willow sees her and he outs her. Yes. And I was like, why would you do that? He outed her. Then everybody was like coming after her. He literally walks up. Well, they already knew. Nobody knew. I think the bad guys knew. Supposedly they didn't. But if they kidnap the they kidnap the uh, the prince to kind of get this person to come out. Yes. That was the whole point. Yes. And Willow outed her, and yeah. I'm like, why would you do that, Willow? You, well, because he's not up. the best best uh, sorcerer. Sorcerer. He's, and he knows that he's like the human encyclopedia of everything. I well, mean, it's the he, first from the first movie, that guy was exactly the same kind of thing. So he's kind yeah. of like taking that spot over. So yeah, but it's a lot. Exposition yeah. city with him. Yes. All yeah. right. But it, you know what? Warwick Davis, his comedic timing, diamond. his comedic timing, his are great. His one-liners are great. His acting is great. I have no qualms, even though his character sometimes could be a little too much when it comes to exposition and like yes. literally knowing everything. Yes. His performance makes it for me and i yeah. uh, i'm happy to see him on the small screen again yeah let's go positive here mark i don't want to be totally negative i i will say a, a few things i think the show 
um, the, the uh, choreographer, the cinematographer, the way it was filmed, the, those first two episodes were amazing to look at. Yeah. Amazing. Yes. Uh, episode three, I heard that each, so every two episodes is a new director. Yes. So someone directed the first two, now three and four are directed by someone else. I really liked whoever directed the first two. I thought, I, I think mm. the show looks great. Okay. Yeah. I think the show is probably, um, I also write it's all done, not in that dome, but it's actually real location. Yeah, it's not in the volume. It's done in an actual it's shot just, on location stuff. It, yeah. it, it really looks good. I, I, I think. Um, and they also whoever, like did a lot to not use CGI. Like they really like I remember that being a story when I read about the show is that they're going to really lean into the practical effects. Yeah. On this as opposed to using CGI and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, like the bad guys actually like have prosthetics on them and they're not just, you know. Yeah. Computer generated things. I have nothing bad to say about what it looks like. I have nothing mm. bad to say that the production value is very good. Um, yeah. As much as I'm complaining about the cliches seems to me that the people behind the camera care about this property um yeah. i don't doubt that um and like obviously there's a lot of lore they're giving us that we didn't have in the, in yeah. the movie um they're they're um i just wish it was a little bit more original storytelling but like i said if i had watched this as a 18 year old brian gazaska mm. i would love it yeah, because I wouldn't know any better. Yeah, and that's going back to the conversation we had. Yes, I think for a younger audience who isn't older and a little bit cynical, uh, like like you you get when yeah. you get older, um, I think it could connect and uh, be very well received. Yeah, as someone who's the first time I see Willow, spoiler alert, when I see Willow have his dream with all the, I'm like. Tony Stark. We've seen that with Tony Stark. Yes. We've yes. seen that in a million yeah. things. I, this is not a, oh, Umbrella Academy did this. I'm like, yeah, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the. I mean, it's just kind of like it's okay, everything. It's we, we, like it's a fantasy trope. It's like yes. you got the foresee the future that you have to fix, but you've seen a future that's a future that they wanted you to see. Yes, you're trying yes. to fix something that isn't what you're supposed to be fixing, and it's a whole thing. It's a fantasy tropes 101. Yes, also. Uh, this okay mark i'm gonna what i'm gonna tell you this is a positive and this makes me more upset with what it makes me a little upset that we didn't get this in the new star wars but episode two uh episode two of willow when dove i'm gonna keep calling her dove because i don't know her real name but that's laura dannon okay when she and willow and Willow's trying to get her to do the spells and yes and stuff. I believe I was like, man, this is just Luke Skywalker and Brett. Yeah. Holy shit. And I part of it was like, man, I wish we got this, we got more of this yeah. in, the, in the uh sequel trilogy. Again, right? not just coming to her. Like she actually has to try to do this. It's not like it's just something that's just a magical. Thing that just right. magically can able to do yeah i i really like the dynamic when we got that in episode yeah. two of willow i i really like that uh unfortunately in episode three shit goes sideways and we don't have much of that 
Um, well, the zombies get her. Well, the uh, general who is yes. actually the dead, uh, yes. taking over his body, yes. uh, kidnaps her. Did you see the cameo in episode three uh, by the boss from Ted Lasso? The, the woodsman, the, the two woodsmen? Yes. Yeah, that's who that was. Okay, I knew it was somebody. I recognized her, but I couldn't figure out where she was from. I don't even watch Ted Lasso, and I knew who it was. No, I know, but I just couldn't. Like, I was thinking it was, for some reason, I kept trying to, like, I was like, that's not the girl from ER who was also in Doctor Who. No. But they kind of look similar. She's also the lady. Was the same, so. She's also the lady from Game of Thrones who said Shane. Yes. Same actress. Yes. I knew that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I like yeah. the um, I spoilers. If you haven't seen episode three, I was kind of sad they died or she got killed. I was mm. kind of hoping she would have a little gang going with her, but I did not. I was kind of like, oh, fuck, yeah. no. Um, so there are moments of this show that I have, I, I, ha- I do like. Um, like I said, I've got past the hump. If like, And I think episode two and three were both enjoyable, entertaining. But I think you just turn off your brain and you just kind of go with the flow. We're still getting the brownies to come, so. Who? The brownies. The brownies. Kevin Pollock and the brownies, the little, little people. Oh, do you think we'll, we'll be seeing them? They're in the trailer. Oh, the I haven't seen, I've, I didn't see, the, I did see yeah. the trailer, but I don't remember. Yeah. Um. So listen, it's an eight episode show. It yes. could turn around. It could get a little bit better. Uh, for right now, I, I am just middle of the road about it. It's not like, oh my God, it's not, this is yeah. the worst thing exactly. I've ever seen. Yeah. This yeah. is just middle of the road entertainment. Yeah. If anything, watch it for Warwick Davis. If oh, anything, yeah. if you like fantasy, um, it, you know what? It's not going to insult your intelligence if you just kind of yeah. be like, it's going through the motions that we've all seen. Just, just, well, just episode three had it. the little heartstring pulls and stuff when they had the fight and everything. Yeah. I mean, episode three, so. some people had to bite the big one. um and i think that's for the um what's going to happen next yeah um i was kind of set to see willow's buddy die yeah Um, and you think i was gonna say who it was but okay well we've already spoiled other things spoiler alert kids well we're gonna spoil the whole show as we go along i mean there's really nothing you know i don't know where rats were pretty awesome oh the two-headed yeah the were rats yeah that was cool yeah i like that it was Oops, practical they were yeah that's yeah. what it, that's what willow was that's one of the reasons why i loved willow it was very like practical effect heavy they didn't rely well they didn't have it back then cgi they did do the first cgi thing in that but i mean like yeah 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 so yeah we'll we'll, we'll cover it every week. see where it goes yeah we'll cover it every week we'll talk about yeah. it every week it's a show we'll watch. So if anybody's listening to us, know we're going to spoil Willow every week. Yes. From we here will. on out. Until yes. um, it's kind of like the only thing happening that's uh, honestly. It is. It's really, there's nothing show. else really going on right now. That's what I was saying. It's like there's not like a bunch of series that you can get into besides yeah. Willow. Yeah. And, and listen, I, I if people or you, Mark, you're enjoying it more than me. That's awesome. For yeah. me, it just, I don't know. There's just parts of it that just kind of, it just, is it, it's hard for me sometimes to get into a show 
if it starts off like it did in that first 20 minutes. That first 20 minutes was not the best. I've just learned to not think too much when I watch shows now. I don't try to overanalyze things. I like like turning my brain off and letting the show happen. Well, that's why I watch a lot of comedies recently. I just like to have I uh, the other day she caught she saw it walked in the room and she's like are you really watching this show again i was like yeah i kind of just brainless television Which i started show? rewatching big bang theory oh yeah told me that so kind of turning my brain off and just binging it to get out of the world right sometimes we need that i, I need to get out of the world more than i usually do so <laughs> i hear you mark <sighs> i hear you um all right so on a scale of one through ten on the geekonomic scale for episodes one through three as of now on willow mm. i would give it a seven as of now what's well, if you do it you're doing all three as one yes okay see i was going to break them up and do it individually you, you want to do that i could do that yeah because i think I it's, that you're making it too bad of a score if you do it that way seven's good Seven's I know, but I mean, it could, you could give the other episodes higher scores, I'm saying. Here, I will give you this. I will give episode one a six. I'll give episode yeah. two a seven. And I'll give episode three a seven. So, really, all three Starts episodes... Starts out to about a seven. Seven and a half. Six yeah. and a half. Yeah. yeah. I, but I would say a little high seven overall. Yeah. See, for me, but, I would go... Like around six for the first episode. Well, six for the first half of the episode. Seven for the second half. Like maybe an eight for the second half of the episode. For the first one. Yeah. Second episode. Trying to remember what happened in the second episode. I'll probably give that around a eight. And then this last episode. Only because the ending. And what that means for this bigger story of Willow. Because that was his friend from the first movie, from the original movie. Yeah. So I'll give that an eight. That's like a big loss for the bigger story of Willow. Then I think people would know, because if you don't, if you hadn't seen the first movie, you don't know their relationship as well. So it doesn't mean as much. But if you'd seen the first movie, if you've seen the movie, that means more in the bigger Willow story than. Yeah. And they've and... still never told the, like the story we still haven't seen, which is going to be a tough watch when they do show it. Whatever happened to his wife and son. Willow's wife and son, because it's just his daughter in the underground. Right. I don't know. They don't really talk about, and he kind of hints at it. Like there's like, we know that they're dead. Yeah. I don't know how they died. Or when they died. Yeah. I don't know. I, I you know, for a show, I kind of do feel that movie is you really got to watch it. I mean, I will probably, I've seen it a million times. I, I'm sure I'm forgetting things, but I'm like, yeah. well, I'd rather just jump into the show. It was, it was, it was definitely worth watching. Like when I watched, when I was going to watch the show, so I'd wait a couple episodes in. I was like, oh, I gotta, I want to watch this, and I was like, ah, but I don't want to watch it because I didn't know if they what they were gonna have at the beginning of the first episode where they right. explained the major plot points of the movie. But I was like, I just, you know, I think it helps with a lot more of the ancillary stuff 
the lore. You watch it definitely. The movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, def- it definitely. Not just that, but also like the, the person interpersonal connections as well. You see yeah. like who the queen is or was in the movie and how big of a thing that is that she's queen now because of her mother and all that and all that story. So it, I mm-hmm. think it helps like finish the circle if you watch the movie before you watch the episodes. Yeah. Or even Maybe. watch it sometime during the show airing. I probably will rewatch that movie during yeah. my Christmas break. Yeah, it'll be worth it because it'll yeah. definitely fill in a lot of things. I got a laundry list of things, but that's on top of my list to watch on my vacation. Yeah. That Lord of the Rings, Mark. I've got to do it. Lord of the Rings is happening this Christmas vacation. I mean, you only said you're going to do it at the beginning of the year. so. And I got a few weeks left. It, I'm doing it. Not like It's not so different that you would just kind of slide in under the, under the deadline to get the I'm New Year's Eve. Brian's going to watch all three movies. No, I'm going to watch one Just a to day. get it in before the year. Watch one a day. Oh, I'm excited. Um, all right, Marcus. Well, uh, anything else next week? We're going to talk yeah, about... I'm interested to see if you're actually going to make it through all three of them. That's what my thing is. I don't know if you'll make it through all three of them. I've seen the first one. I've seen half of the second one already. But that was so long ago. Yeah. So. I even think on the rewatch, I don't know if you'd be able to get through the three of them. Why? Because I just, knowing your likes and dislikes of things, I don't know if you'll you'll be able to do deal with it. You might just get too, they're long. I have no problem with long. You don't do well with long things because you fall asleep. I have no problem with that. As long as you you have to watch it at a certain time so you don't fall asleep. No, if I watch it at 10 in the morning, being in the right mood, I will be fine. So you're interested. Well, Lord of the Rings is the godfather of fantasy. Uh, Token is the Godfather fan. I mean, yes. so like, there's a difference. If I'm watching Willow, and they're but like, the movies Re- aren't written by Tolkien. The movies are written by Peter Jackson, so they're a little not as based on the books. Yes, and he was very faithful to the books. I know, but they're very long-winded in some parts. Unlike the shit show that was uh, the Hobbit movies, which sucked a large. I saw all three of them. First Hobbit movie was awesome. I loved yes. it. Second Hobbit movie, I was like, this is going on way too long. Third Hobbit movie, I'm like, the Hobbit's not even in this anymore. It's yeah. all, it's about everything else. Yeah. It was about the dwarves. It's about the dwarves. Uh, yeah. Like, the Hobbit is a hundred page book. Yes. That was, that's a money grab. No, oh, yeah, money, yeah, for sure. That was the biggest yeah. money grab. There, Warner Brothers was like, okay, you had a lot of success with Lord of the Rings. Let's do it again with a hundred-page book, The Hobbit. Going back to Lord of the Rings, Kevin Smith still has the best line in a movie ever that he wrote in talking about Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's so much walking in these movies, even the trees walk. Yeah, yeah. And they're just dropping a ring. That's it. Just walking (laughs) to drop a ring. Walk away. Walk away. That's it. The whole premise of the movies. Uh, still one of my favorite scenes of any movie and was the clerks clerks too yeah randall goes off on a tangent about the lord of the rings movies so good um all right mark we should wrap it up next week guardians of the galaxy holiday special okay um, i'll rewatch it rewatch it i'm gonna watch it 
anybody who watches us watch it we'll be talking about it we'll or just on your own watch it even if you don't watch us watch it that's what i'm saying watch yeah. it baby yeah. And uh, we'll be back for next week. Yes, we will. As always. As Brian, I don't know what he's doing down there. I'm itching my leg. It's itchy. Be you ever, get a, ever get an itch and then when you start itching it, it feels so good. That's when it's called itching. Oh, my God. Right. It's I hit awkward. the spot. Right it's in the awkward. old ankle. Yeah, that's an awkward one. All right. Be safe. Be well. Be kind. And rewind. And check out that farmer's market. We'll throw that in. And right. Somewhere in the show. It was in there. This Sunday. This Sunday. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.